Welcome to episode 138 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Welcome to episode 138 of Iron Man Talk. Oh no, I was, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Get out, get out there. Righty go. This is like we could almost do a replay of last week. I am Talk is proudly brought to you by Coffees of Hawaii for the world's best coffee. Trybuys.com for all your deals on any try related equipment. What the hell's he doing? And Athlinks.com for all your tracking and social needs. Um, you're going to learn the hard way. Luckily, my rotator cuff's all right. That's right. <laughs> We're talking before the show, and John's rotator cuff's not too sharp, and I was giving some coaching advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to. I need to listen. It's getting towards the end of the year, I noticed, and normally at this time of the year, with I am talk, mm-hmm. old Coach John gets a bit slack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting a little on the lazy side. Content, okay. it's content starting to run oh, a little bit low. No, it's, it's not too bad. Oh no, no, you've done, you've done well. The listeners have done well. Yeah, the yeah, have done well. You've wrapped up a show here. I know. I, I loved your coach's corner. Just chucking this one program. <laughs> No, it's, no I'll, I'll get to that when we get there. Okay, okay. So this week we've got news, we've got Age Group of the Week, we've got High Five, which is a brilliant High Five, isn't it? Yep, sent in by... Vegan. Vegan. Yep. And uh, Coach's Corner. What's Coach's Corner on? It's just a few sample open water swim sessions. To open be, water? Yeah, yeah. So oh, the, maybe I didn't read yeah, into it. Fair so, enough. So maybe I didn't type that, but that was the idea. We'll get to that when we get okay, there. Okay, and then we've got some questions and answers later on in the show. But first of all, we've had one of the craziest things oh we want to talk about Ultraman or Ultraman first they're both pretty crazy okay okay where's Ultraman is it Ultraman so, no, Ultraman you, you chose not to pull up the Ultraman website oh I thought I, I had you. okay you can so, start talking Ultraman um, we've talked about every year around about this time it's basically a it's, it's a little bit longer than a double Ironman over in Kona so I think you swim go down here Bevan we want three it's day. a three day event um, you you do cover 320 miles Which is 515 kilometres okay. Stage 1 on day 1 is a 10 kilometre swim Stage 2 which is also on day 1 Is a 171 mile bike That's 276 no, Stage 2 Stage 2 Oh sta- okay, okay So on stage 1 So you've got a 90 mile bike after your 10k swim Yep Then stage 2 which is on day 2 276 k's or 171 mile bike and then stage three, which is day three, is basically a double marathon, um, 52.4k uh, miles, 84 kilometres. It's held over in, um, on the Big Island, and yep. I'm pretty pretty sure the course sort of more or less circumnavigates a large part of the island. Tricky, tricky uh, race. I mean, a 10-kilometre swim non-wetsuit is, <sighs> is pretty tough. Actually, I was watching this thing last night. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you the link to it. It's Michael Phelps interview on sixty minutes in the US. Oh right. Yeah, and they're saying some of the crazy programs he would do, and they'd just do a ten k race yeah, in yeah. a training session, like yeah. nonstop. Yeah, ten k. Yeah, he he would be swimming close to twenty k a day. I would have thought. Man. So it's a long way. It's all relative though. When you when you're there doing it, it's just like oh, yeah. you know we go do you know two hundred fifty three hundred k rides. So yeah. look at that and go oh crazy madness. 
Anyway, it was held uh, last weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, US time. Oh, so we've got some results on here. And we've got some results on there. So if you go to 2008 results page. Yep, got it. We had a bit of a change. If, if you scroll down, Bevan, and go to day one. Why is your page all blue? Never mind. After the first day, yep. we had uh, Tony O'Keefe in first place. He swam... Uh, 3.04 and then did a 5.04 now, on the bike. Now, open water? Or? Open water, yep. Oh, oh, uh, wow. So I can't remember where you start, but it's, it's somewhere around um, Kailua. And so he swam 3.04 and then rode 5.04 for so 8.08. I think it's, it's, it's quite a tricky course. It's not, be, not easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose you just went 10 miles. He had a, about a five-minute lead over Alexandra Ribeiro and Eric Seedhouse in third and 8.17. So he was another and sort the females, of... And females, any females? Yeah, we've got female, Shana she, Armstrong. She just dominated the whole way through and uh, she was 9.08. So she was an hour behind the first guy. Um then after day two, there was a little bit of a change. Oh, it's moving around. Alexandra Ribeiro, who's won the event several times, uh, he moved up into first place uh, with a really strong ride, 7.20. Yep. And uh, he took an eight-minute lead going into day three. Shana Armstrong was still just dominating the dojo on the girls' event. She was, um, how many hours ahead? She was 15.05 after day two, so that, she was an hour 15 yeah. in front. And then day three for the winner. Day three... This is a pretty impressive performance. So Alexander Ribeiro finished off day through his double marathon doing a 6.15. It's, that's pretty solid. That's double two, marathon? 3.07 yeah. per marathon in Kona after doing the previous he's, two days. He's 43, so he's no spring chicken. It's, uh, that's an impressive time. So he ended up winning the, the race by around about 40 minutes from Tony O'Keefe and Miro Kringar was third place. Interesting, all the name, all the male, males. Uh, first was 43, second 47, Third, 46, pretty much the majority of the guys here are in their mid-40s. Yeah. Mid, going through their little midlife uh, crisis, crisis yeah, wondering what was going on. And Bevan was about to say something about 10th place. Yeah, well, Shara Armstrong, she got top 10. She got 10th. Solid. Nice effort, man. Very 26 solid. hours. And she won by six hours from Catherine Paulson in second place. And no, she, no, it was... Oh, old, sorry. Uh, she was Susie third. Susie Diggerson. Diggerson in third place. Uh, second place... And she was some some way behind. Oh, was what was interesting when I looked at um, the homepage of this, it's it claims it's by invite only. There's a thir- uh, maximum field of 35 athletes. Yeah. And so I thought that was surprising. Um, and it says invite only, which I guess means they just want to exclude any muppets who can sign up but not having a clue. So I think you probably got to have a pretty strong resume to. So you got to put your resume forward, obviously, and then they come they back can, to you and say we want you to do it. Yeah. <coughs> so um, I wonder why they keep it to 35. Is it just logistics? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I always looked at it and I thought, oh, that's a pretty small field. But when I actually read it, yeah, it's the maximum of 35. What does it cost to do, do you know? I would imagine it costs a fair amount. Okay. I don't know. I had a quick scan through. But if anybody out there knows what it costs to enter, it would be interesting to find out. Gordo won it, did it? When Gordo won it, did he win it by much? Uh, yeah, I think he dominated. There yeah. have been some good athletes to it. Um, uh, Scott Stunner as well. Scott Stunner and who's the Swedish? Jonas has won it um, once or twice. So okay. some pretty pretty good athletes. But I, I'm impressed with the, doing a 6.15 on day three mm. in Kona in that sort of heat. And as you said, he's 43. That's uh, that's pretty solid. That's bloody good effort, if you ask me. The other big race that's been happening. It's a crazy time of year, isn't it? It is. End of season. Yeah. Crazy, craziness. The madmen come out of the dark, don't yeah, they? Yeah. And uh, good old madman. What was his name? Good old... Where is it? Marcel... How do you say that one? Hengling? Hennig? Hennig? From uh, One Decker Man. Yeah. 
Dicky Man is just madness, isn't it? Dicky Man, ten Iron Mans back to back. Back to back. Well, no, basically, you know, you do you, ten you, times a swim, ten times a bike, ten times a run. It's in Mexico every time this year. Um, so you're swimming 380 k's in a 50 meter pool. You're biking 1800 kilometers around a little looped course. I'm not sure. It's only like several kilometers long, if that. And then you're running around the same course. It's because uh, it's sometimes I do it every day, don't I? So in the past, I've done it over ten days. You do ten Ironman in ten days, yeah. And then sometimes I just do it continuously. Like yeah. it seems there's no real set format, is there? No, no. So uh, this one, I think, because you can see that some people didn't quite complete. They got to 342k of the run, so they were doing it as a full swim, full bike, full run. I think you can have as much rest as you like as you're going through, but I think they've got to. You've got to complete it in 14 days. 14 days. Yeah. So. It's a it's a zombie thon, you know. I mean, um, the guys. Is this, is this one of those ones where they have like a four four k bike lap? Yep, yeah, yeah. Oh. It is a zombie thon. Um, maybe, maybe you know what? If anyone actually knows the guy who won it, can you give us an email? Because I'd love to do an interview with him. Yeah, we we did have some potentially somebody coming on ages ago who's done it, but we would be interested to to hear yeah, about I'd it. I'd just love to hear about the mindset. You know, like it's not like you can get immersed in the environment is it no, I, <laughs> last year that we had the splits a breakdown of the days yeah. um, this year it doesn't seem to have the splits on the on the page which is a bit of a shame so the, win, the winner Marcel Hennig um, what was his time he did uh, 200, 202 hours or something 206 hours. hours he won by 6 hours and he, I think he brought that home pretty strongly on the run um, second place was Carrie Mertens in 212 hours and third place was Fenric Schnolz well, yeah, yeah, uh, in 222 hours. Oh, what about that female, Aline Stell? Yeah, it doesn't look like she quite completed. Oh, um, so 340, close. so she was <laughs> kind of so close, but I guess she still had another 80 kilometres to go on the run. So, yeah, I guess that is pretty close. Would have been yeah, maybe yeah. 10, 12 hours outside. Yeah. So, bit of a shame. She was the, the leading female, but didn't quite complete. Pretty good effort. We had uh, 17, no, 15 males uh, complete the race. Wow. uh, If you're interested in finding out a bit more about this, you go to multisport.com.mx, and if you click on there, there is actually a a blog page on there, and it's by, I think, maybe a British guy who's got a whole bunch of pictures up there um, and telling stories along the way. You see some pretty gruesome pictures of feet with severe, severe blisters, which is pretty pretty wholesome. it's like you know, it's not the kind of thing I, I really ever see myself doing. But I'd love to know the place I get to. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's like doing those uh, what's it, like endurance racing where you do four days nonstop. Yeah. You know, like mentally, uh, it's just hard to fathom, isn't it? it uh, yeah, it doesn't appeal to me a lot because, as I say, I think it's I'd find it it's just a zombieathon. You're yeah. just getting into this real slow shuffle power walk, yeah. and yeah. It's, uh, it's it's a mental challenge. It, yeah. it is obviously a physical challenge, but it's, I think it's more a mental challenge. Yeah. With the the eco challenge style race, I guess the thing that keeps you um, motivated a little bit going through that is you're generally going through some pretty cool countryside. Yeah. You've got a team around you. This is you. Although the team aspect group. makes it a lot more dynamic, doesn't? It? Like I had a friend who is a female friend, and she's one of the better ones around. Mm. And she did um, one of the eco races, and she did it with one of her best friends, and they end up hating each other and never talk to each other afterwards. Yeah, that yeah. surprised me. Yeah, because just the stress and the lack of sleep, mm. and things got said that maybe shouldn't have been said, and since mm. then they've never talked. So, mm. yeah, pretty no, I think when you talk to Christina Anglum about the team dynamic they had, it was, it was 
they may not have been the best team physically, but they had such a good working relationship. Everybody had their roles really clearly defined, yeah. and you basically have your person who's going to set the navigation, and you just He's put all your faith it. in them. Yeah. And if they balls up, it's just like okay, we're it's just going to carry on. Yeah. That's the deal. Oh, imagine, imagine if they balls it up. You know, you've been out for three and a half days, and you're absolutely shagged. Oh, it happens all the time. Oh, break your heart, wouldn't you, it? You go, you go, and not whoops. they're not actually going off at them. You know, like yeah. you know, because you know, human error is going to happen, especially in those conditions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you see, you see, like ten hour swings sometimes in those races when you go up a gully, yeah. and you realise you can't get up where you thought you could get up. And yeah, you go all the way back. So. Would you like to do one of those? Not at the moment. Maybe later on. Yeah, in I, life. I definitely, in one stage, would like to do one of those. I think they they do appeal to me in one way. We don't uh, we oh. don't have a lot of race. Oh, no, so. I'm jumping ahead of myself. You're jumping ahead of yourself, John. Yep. You know why? Because we've got Ironman Western Australia. Is this the last one of the season? It is this year. Yeah. Next. Yeah, there's this. No, it is yeah, every 2008. year. 2008. It's the last one. Of the, oh, Arizona's going to be before it, isn't it? Arizona and also the new one in Mexico is going to be in November. So I think Western Australia will take the cake again next year. Okay, so we've got that happening this weekend and we're going to have a look at the pro field now. So Patrick Vernet's coming in at favourite. Wrote winner at Wrote yep. won this race last year. I think he won Ironman Australia as well, and I can't remember how he did in Kona this year. But uh, good strong athlete. I'd expect him. To he win. had a decent race. He got top ten. Yeah, I think yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure he did. Yep. Uh, Oscar Galindez, he should put, push him pretty close. Um, the man from Brazil, pretty solid. And Jason Shortis, who's won here a couple of times, isn't he? Yeah, and he went a very low eight hours something there a few years ago. Yeah, he was close to the eight, but remember he couldn't be bothered going for the sub eight in the run. <laughs> Fair enough. He was like, ah, oh, this could be bothered. <laughs> Luke McKenzie, who I picked, finished 33rd in Kona. <laughs> no. And he did. Well, he got bummed up to 32nd, but he was finished 33rd over, over the line. He, he, he's going to be there. And, and I think it'll be between those first three, to be honest. There's, there's some other good guys there. Um, Leon Griffin's not bad. Courtney Ogden's not bad on his day. Jan Rahula hasn't done anything for a while, but um, he's certainly a threat. Uh, and, and that's more or less said on, on the guys' side of things. Your side of things, we've got Charlotte Paul. She went sub nine there last year, I believe. I can't quite remember exactly. Elizabeth Christensen, she's solid on her day, and Gina could uh, could dominate them all if she can um, have a good bike ride. And Rebecca Preston's won many races, many Ironman races as well. So that, that'll be a good four horse race, I think. They had they had Gina on New Zealand News the other night, and uh, they obviously tried to make it look really triathlon related. Yeah, she's doing transition at the park, and she was pretty sharp. I have to give her some credit here. Yeah, she was going pretty fast. So. If she if she can um, put on a solid bike, I think she'll smoke them. Yeah, um, oh really? Yeah. Yep. So she's she's going to be first out of all those girls out of the swim. Michigan Kona seventh, eighth, eighth. Yep. Uh, if she can hold on to them on the bike, uh, I'm pretty confident she'll outrun all of them. So uh, look out for Gina. The other interesting one there that. Um, for us Kiwis is uh, number 44 Vicky Jones making a little comeback oh. after she said she's retiring mm-hmm. um, apparently she's we interviewed Vicky Jones didn't we yeah, yeah. apparently she's just going to do this one and that's going to be it we'll wait and see on that but I guess she's done Canada she's done New Zealand she's done Kona she wants to go somewhere to try and a bit like well he didn't wrote and try to get a fast time try to get a fast time yep. sort of close that chapter and uh, we'll see how she goes but apparently she's in pretty strong shape now that race can be fast or slow because it really depends on the winds, doesn't it? It's usually fast. Yeah. Um, it's uh, sometimes it can get very hot. This can get very cold. I was talking to a, a lady, Annette. You know, you know my, my mate, your yep. mate Annette. Yep. She was saying, you know, it can potentially be quite cool in the morning. Um, yep. The winds can get up, and potentially it can get very hot. Um, they haven't had terrible conditions. One thing that is really tricky over there is the swim can be tough uh, because it's a sea swim. You swim out around. Uh, it's quite a, a beautiful pier. swim because you actually swim around the pier, don't you? Mm. Yeah, looks nice. 
nice, but if the if they get a little bit of chop and a little bit of surf, very very difficult swim. Oh, so really? that can that can really affect. I've never done Ironman in saltwater. Oh no, Kona. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> uh, just one other thing: if if any Aussies or South America, South Southern Hemisphere athletes have any sort of race reports or anything going on over our summer, let us know because obviously there's not as many races, high profile races, yeah. and uh, we need content. It's that time of the year. It's the it's it's hard time of the year, isn't it? And with that, let's have some ITU. <laughs> let's have some ITU news. I just saw this. I <laughs> oh, anyway, John's got some ITU ITU news <laughs> that will have a big impact on the sport. You can't even say ITU. No, no but ITU use is yeah. quite tough, isn't it? So that fast ten times. This is go, this is going to have a big impact on the sport, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because this new Super Series has been announced. There's some serious money on offer now. They've gone for uh, so who's who's. The I don't know. Dectrox Energy, um, which is obviously some sort of energy company that we don't get in New Zealand. Yep. Um, previously, they had BG, which is British Gas. Yep. Uh, I like their energy companies, don't they? They do. <laughs> they must think There's some money in energy, yeah. yeah. So, new series, it's how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. An eight-race series instead oh, of... Oh, so it's only eight? Yeah, whereas in the past, we've had like 15 to 20 races in the World Cup. Big money, $2 million. So if only eight races, the top guys are going to turn up to more races, aren't they? That's the idea. More prize money. The big thing that's going to be the big draw card here is it's really pushing a series. So the prize pool at the end of the series has gone up massively by about $700,000. Really? Um, So if you do all the races and you have a high ranking at the end of the year, big payday. So Uh, it's based on ranking? Yep. Really? So it's going to be tougher for for guys to break into. Um, So let's look at someone like Sam McGlone. Yep. Who I oh know Sam McGlone, who's the Kiwi Warren, Sam Warren. Yep. She would do like the, the races that aren't the top tier. So is this going to hurt her career? Or no, no, good? she she does the top. She, she she will be gunning for this. So she was a World Cup champion this year. Yeah. And this is basically replacing the World Cup. If she did the same thing this year, she's probably going to earn an extra hundred, I don't know, hundred thousand dollars, something nice. like that. So there's some serious money on offer. There's some new locations. Um, they're going to Singapore. There's never been a World Cup race in Singapore, um, so that's going to be interesting. Also going to Washington D.C. Madrid's already well established. Cute uh, in Austria is established. Hamburg is probably the biggest race. They're going to London from now on, wow. and they'll obviously be building up for the Olympics. Going to Yokohama in Japan, and then the the finale is going to be on the Gold Coast which is uh, the world champs so did you go over and watch it? Uh, I maybe oh you, you're, tra- you're already booking it up are you? No, there's a few, few things happening in John's world oh really? <laughs> um, so it's gonna you've always got these little secret plans haven't <laughs> you? you know? secret plans oh, you're coming back at the ITU aren't you? you're going to try oh, race the series aren't you? that's right Never <laughs> you're making a comeback look out <laughs> uh, so I think it's, it's exciting times there's going to be some great head to head racing so, so they're saying the prize money is, is actually going up from each race is going to be 150,000 US prize purse at each race, and in the grand final, offering 250,000. 250, $2 million up for offer. Nice. It's going to, and, and then there's a big, big bonus. So good times ahead for for. It's ITU really giving the fingers to Iron Man, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. What they've got to be careful with, though, is um, I noticed... Getting too elite? No, no. The the um, the big race in America was, was the high V World yep. Cup race, which we talked about last week, and I noticed that's not part of the series. So uh. they've got to be careful with the sponsors, the, aligning their sponsors correctly and not pissing off the yeah, wrong people. Because yeah. um, the high V people think, well, I've invested all this money for the last three years, yep. and now we don't even have a World Cup race presumably because they wouldn't be allowed to call it the High V World Cup yep. because they've got this new title sponsors. So, um, yeah, hopefully sustainable. Um, it's, a, it's a good thing. I think it's a win-win for everybody, and I think we'll see better racing, and, and that will hopefully mean better TV viewing. 
Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. Eight races is a good amount of races too, so you can, mm. the top guys can race. How many would like someone like Bevan? How would he do it in a year? Perfect. This would be perfect. Every you know the top guys would go. I'm going to do the whole series. And what what is great is that you know those guys racing at that level is going to take the standard to a high level way. Eh? Mm. You mm. know, like because if you most top guys maybe I don't know I don't know much about ITU, but maybe they only choose four or five races a year yep. where they really try to target. Whereas yep. you're going to go for eight. That's going to lift the standard of the sport, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. it's going to be good stuff. Oh, you're pretty excited, aren't you, John? Oh, he's got a smile on his face. Oh. We'll get you on. On, on triathlon.org every oh, week. Y- you know what? We, we haven't released the last piece of news. What happened with your house? Bought oh, it and cut the deal with the century. When I'm that, that low blow. <laughs> low blow them. Low blow them. Below wind. the belt. They were winded for a couple of days. We had to think about it. <laughs> but they came through with the affirmative. I have to admit, you got a bit of a deal. You're literally like <laughs> 500 metres from my house. And yeah. so I, ran, I went for a run yesterday on Tuesday, actually, after the show. And I went and looked at it. It looks a pretty mean house, mate. Yeah, it's not bad. Hey, I'm got pretty, pretty happy. and a pool and... I'm going just get, gone up a class. I'm going to get one of those um, stretchy things you can put onto your pool so you can swim in the pool sort of stationary. Um, oh, really? Like, yeah. a, like an endless pool without... No, it's just like an elastic. I don't think it would be very effective, but you can get them. I'm not sure if it goes around your waist or your ankles. So you, basically so you don't sw- move? Yes, yeah, yeah. So you're swimming with resistance, just holding you back, and you're swimming against the resistance of the cord. How do it work? So I'll do a product. <laughs> I'll give them for free, <laughs> and I'll do a product review on it and tell you if it's any good. <laughs> Oh, and I can't do a video camera and do analysis on you so you need to do some rotator cuff work yeah exactly <laughs> okay. while, while you're sitting in the spa oh, yeah. <laughs> while I'm sitting in the spa I'm going to be around your place all the time <laughs> you come in my, my, my pool cleaner I'll be a pool cleaner don't do the common things that pool cleaners end up doing what do they end up doing do I want to go there no <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, last week's discussion oh, was there any other news when do you move into your house? I'm just trying to give some time because this website's taking forever. 16th of January. 16th of Jan. Mm. Oh, I think I'm away actually, that day. We're, we're, you are away that day. <laughs> we're in Wanaka. We're, we'll actually be doing, down in Wanaka, so we're getting the movers to come and do everything. Oh, you can someone to do it for you? Well, half of it. It's a cunning plan. I like your work. Yeah. I did that when we moved into this house. Yeah. I went away in the weekend, and Annalise, my partner, she, uh, she, she did it all. I got home and I was done. Nice. I love to work. Don't think I could pull that one off with Belinda. No, it's probably not fair. No. Okay, so uh, last week's discussion was good old Glenbow from Glenbow Show 2 Show. Part 2 Show 2. Yep. Uh, said if you had 500 bucks, what would you do? I've actually done no peas on this. Hey. Have you? I had a read through it yesterday. There's okay. some, some good stuff there. Okay. It's, uh, Where do you want to start? We'll start with Gary. 500 bucks, well, I'm with the dollars on the rebound that's buying more and more. I suppose I'd start by saying that the obvious 500 Spent on tribos will mean free shipping. Oh, so it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I'd spend it on a long weekend uh, away training because it's the crappy... Nice. Yeah, you know, we've been getting quite a few emails from our UK listeners saying how miserable it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially lots of people who got the tops. Yeah. They're like, we're not going to be wearing it for a while. Get on the indoor track. <laughs> okay, well, then I'm going to go for an easy one. Craig Nicholson saying, blow it <laughs> on a training weekend or coaching, a.k.a. John Newsom. It's like your style. Oh, without the year, you did well. The ballistic hammer. Oh, good old ballistic hammer. He'd use a 500. Uh, he's assuming you mean US dollars to either enter one Ironman event or for the same money enter three non Ironman iron distance events. Oh, controversial. Nice. And this is a good one. Alternatively, I would put the $500 in a tiny box and write a contract with myself that if I can take 30 minutes off my Ironman PR, I get to use the money to buy something cool. 
If I don't, I have to get the money, give the money to my sister, or better incentive to go faster and deny your sister five hundred bucks. I was actually listening to a book. Um, I can't remember what the book was, but they're talking about that, saying how when people are motivated. If you say to someone, "Give me five thousand bucks," mm. and if you don't reach your goal, I'm going to keep you five thousand bucks. It, mm. it's, it's huge level of motivation, mm. but people aren't willing to commit yeah. that kind of money. But you know, like it would work, wouldn't it? Nice. Uh, what Jay Waters? I would take my wife out for dinner to a nice restaurant a few times once a week for about three weeks. Would be five hundred dollars then because you'd be happy. I could spend five. $100 a week for three weeks on whatever I wanted <laughs> but like doubling up when you're gambling exactly <laughs> love your work. Mike Scott I'd put it towards a power tap and start training to power on the bike rather than heart rate oh, the increased nice. fitness slash speed would get um, get me the most bang for my buck alternatively I'd buy my wife uh, bribe my wife bribe my wife with it to let me do Ironman New Zealand We've got to get clean ones, cleans one in here, don't we? Nice, yep, go for it. I would hire someone to come to my door at 6am every morning and lean on the doorbell until I came down in my running gear. Mm, see that? <laughs> well, hopefully he had his running gear on. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Uh, finally, Richard Marlowe, race wheels, uh, or an entry fee for an Ironman with the balance being used to pamper the wife. Pedance for pedance. entering the set event. Yeah. Uh, 500 bucks, what would you get? Well, if it depends if we're going to spend it on equipment or if we're going to spend it on... Well, it's anything for a triathlon. Oh, okay. I thought he initially said equipment, so... Oh, okay. Um, okay, let's do both. Okay. Equipment? Equipment. If it was equipment, I would, uh, assuming you have a bike with aero bars and it's reasonably comfortable, yep. um, I would probably go for uh, putting it towards a good set of tyres and then the balance towards some race wheels. Yep. If it was uh, just $500 in general for the average person out there who is maybe fairly new to Iron Man, and I'm not trying to give myself a plug here. <laughs> um, What's your website? I would suggest What's your website? <laughs> is getting somebody to look at your running, your swimming, and look at your training program, and if you can probably get that done for 500 bucks. So, you know, running technique, if you've got poor running technique, striding you're often going to, striding on, yeah. um, going to get yourself injured potentially. Yeah. Um, swimming technique, the vast, vast majority of people that I see have got pretty poor technique and yep. can make some basic adjustments with just a, a one one or two sessions. Yep. And a program, not, not everybody out there needs a coach, but it's nice to get some advice, advice from somebody who's experienced and who's got a proven sort of track record. <laughs> What's your website, John? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> and I think that, that would be a worthwhile use of 500 bucks. Obviously, it's not going to be enough to get a set of race wheels, but um, I think if you're going for equipment, Race wheels. Um, okay, but wait, but it was for you, not for. We're not okay, advice yet. Yeah, okay. So, so five hundred dollars cash. What would you do? What would I do? Ooh, I would put it for me personally. Uh, if I had to get sunk, I would put it towards a new TT frame. If, oh, I, if, okay. I, had to, if I had to buy a new frame, okay. that was what I put it towards. See, I would actually go with this Garmin watch that Duncan had. Same I am had. Oh, the new Garmin. Yeah, yeah he's he's got this Garmin watch, and you know what? I've used. Polars and watches yeah. and stuff, but the the amount of information this gives you that's really clear and it was really great when I was in Australia. And for the record, I won the 10k cutback. All oh, right. Yeah, you yeah. Cheat this time? No, I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat last time. I actually did more last time. I got penalised for being better. Yeah. But this time, I came along. I, and you know what I did? What I just, what sat, did you do? I just you do? sat in front of him for like 500 metres the whole race. <laughs> got the lead. Just sat there. So it was just two of you? No, no. There was about a thousand. <laughs> So, okay. Actually, I think it was 10,000. It was a big yeah. local event, and I okay. won it. So, um, what you do? Yeah, the watch I was really, really impressed with, because I'm not much of a gadget geek, but I really saw the benefit in... It's just so simple. Garmin watch went really well, and I really like that. So if it was equipment, I'd get that. Uh, if it was just for anything else... nice thing with Garmin is... Um 
you can you can get really get your run pacing. Sorted. Yeah, that was that's that, what's cool. Yeah, it was it was and the information was great. It was a really yeah. good device. But apparently, from what I'm told, they're not very waterproof, so you got to be careful with that. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good thing to know. But the other thing I would do is I would put it on a camp, like an like oh, an okay. epic camp or a yep, camp yep, yep. or something like that. Like, you know, some of the best things you I've would done, go on a camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would put it towards doing a camp yep. because I think uh, the, the camps are the cool thing. One of the really mm. cool things that we do in our sport, and mm. you know, like you go away and you you know. The camps are really cool, and if you've never done a camp, I really encourage you actually trying to get along to one of the camps, and either in your local community or, you know, maybe look to one of the higher ones like Epic Camp. But they're just nice. a really yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, you know, I'm, I'm helping you here, man. I'm feeding the backs. We still but, have got one or two spaces left. Oh, on Epic, Epic Camp New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, like some of the highlights. You know, like I love training and all the rest of it. But when you get in a camp environment, it's just so much fun, and you do different things, and you can just be the athlete for a period. And I think you know that experience is really cool. So you got to what I do. When you do that, you got to decide whether you want a challenging camp or an educational camp. Yeah, because obviously. Well, you know, yeah, like camp both camps, be like Camp Kiakaha was a bit of a mix of not yeah. the ultra challenge, but more kind of social fun, bit of challenge in there and a bit of education. And then you got Epic Camp, which is just a blast, but both of them I had equal value and I thought they were both great camps. I think most people would have found climbing up the cold to Tourmalade a bit of a challenge. Yeah, that was true. It was a pretty good <laughs> but, but you said it was a good Yeah, pass. it was a good mix, whereas Epic Camp was just blow your mind away. So. Yeah. This week's discussion, John, but what do you got on here? Let's have a look. Well, we've, we're coming up to the end of the year. End of the year. And next week we've got an interview with Joe Long. We're doing yeah. that tomorrow night. And It'll be interesting talking to her, won't it? Because she hasn't had her typical successful year, has no, she? she's had a few injuries to deal with, I think. Yeah, so, so it would be kind of nice to get all deep and meaningful with her. And then the week after that, we've got uh, another interview and so we're fast approaching the end of the year over Christmas we'll probably have a couple of weeks yep. break um, so we want some well we'll put some shows out but they won't be exactly yeah. so what we want from you guys is your favourite moments favourite interviews from, from this year and we'll do a bit of a highlights package Not we, Bevan will do a bit of a highlights package for those two shows <laughs> on favourite interviews favourite moments and uh, we'll see how we get on ok so what are your favourite moments of 2008 let's put some music on Age Gripper of the Week. Good old Muzzer. We were good the Holy Muzzer. Hammer. The Holy Hammer. The Holy Hammer. Oh, Muzzer, the Holy Hammer Lapworth. Sent through this week's Age Gripper and he's got some controversy here. He's, he's <laughs> given it to me. Hey, Bevan, I can't believe Coach John hasn't nominated Devoted Discipline, the Philinator Patterson. Disciple. Oh, Disciple, sorry. The Philinator Patterson after two perfectly executed races this year. We've heard it once, you've heard it a thousand times. It's about pace control, negative splitting, and racing hard all the way to the finish. Firstly, in New Th- Ironman New Zealand, swim, Phil swam one hour flat, biked 35k an hour in deteriorating weather for a 5.12, and ran increasingly faster for a 3.22 to PB by 40 minutes to do a 9.42. Sorry, Unfortunately, he didn't qualify for the World Champs in Kona until the roll down the next day. Just as well, he gave it everything until the end. So then he followed the Newsom without an E winter training program through the snow and ice of Christchurch, wearing five to six layers just to keep warm, let alone prepare for the heat of Hawaii. At least he did get the practice in for the win for Kona on the training ride a month out when he got blown off the road more than once. It was a pretty strong Norwest day. That happened to me a few weeks ago, actually. <laughs> then coming out of Christchurch winter in Kona, he was only 12, 7 to 12 minutes down on each split for a 10-10, having built the pace effort all day. 
for preparing a plan and executing it to perfection, the Philinator is our age grouper of the week. Murray was trying to nominate him for the age group of the year, which is a, which is a big call. Oh, he's going for the age group of the year. Yeah. I think we should do it. We haven't done the age group of the year, have we? Oh, okay, we'll have to. We'll, we'll leave it to you guys, to them. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do that for a week next week discussion. Okay. Because I can't actually remember them all. No. Not yeah, not. And, I'm, and I'm sure you guys are better at remembering you, them. You're we are. creating more work yeah, for us, that, Kevin. Well, no, that's yeah. what I'm, I'm giving the listeners, the age grouper of the year. So we will have, For our last show, the one which we'll do before Christmas, mm-hmm. we'll have the, the IM Talk Awards. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And maybe we'll do a discussion a week and we can have like five awards and people can vote for them. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, less work, but just, yeah. <laughs> nice. So Phil Lano, apparently he's been caning you on the bike recently too. Phil Lano is pretty strong on the bike, comes from a cycling background, and uh, he's actually got a son who's two days difference to, to my son. Oh, um, really? So he's had to oh, deal, so. deal with that this year as well. We'll be able to come around in the spa with the kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have to. Uh, we have a. We have a, a two pronged attack on attacking our wives in terms of because uh, <laughs> our wives are friends now as well, and we have a, a, a joint attack on, on getting into events. Phil, we're going down to Wanaka together and doing the sprint trial yeah. on, on um, the Friday. The Friday, and a friend of Phil's was uh, was do, well, friends of Phil's were doing the team race yeah. on the Saturday, and their swimmer had to pull out. And um, oh, they, were looking for another, they were looking for another swimmer, and Phil sends me out an email saying, Oh, these guys are looking for a swimmer. Do you know anybody? And I said, Well, you bloody do it. Yeah. And uh, he said, Oh, I don't know. And I said, Look, just go and, go and tell Jen, you've got to do it. <laughs> and uh, he said, Coach John told you have to do it. <laughs> Phil's now doing the swim as well. Oh, I love your work. So it was, it was a solid effort. He had a very impressive performance at, uh, at New Zealand, trained really well, got yep. the due rewards for it, qualified. Got the sub 10 as well. Got sub 10 uh, by some, some yes, margin, 942. Yep. Had a very difficult build up to Kona, got sick a lot, uh, and ended up pulling Which is a really together. tough thing about being a, a winter athlete leading into Kona, eh? Mm. You know, you've you got to get sick. Mm. It's just a part of the deal. You're putting your body under so much stress, and as Murray was saying, you have to wear like five or six layers just mm. to keep warm. Your hands are freezing, your toes are cold. Phil does wear five or six layers during summer days as well. Oh, does so he? he really suffers from the cold. And he had a good day in Kona, satisfied, had some stomach issues, which is pretty normal we for Kona. Him. Yeah, yeah, he did. And yeah. he was hungover, extremely hungover. Yeah, that's right. And he got the free party after the race, which made it all worthwhile. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, so I think so. It's, it's a worthy age grouper of the week, well, age grouper of the year. We're going to have to figure, do some yeah, thought on well, that. Yeah, yeah, age grouper of the year will be an IM Talk Awards. Mm. And then we can give an award to a pro, we can actually send them a trophy or something, and it'll become yeah. like an annual event. Exactly. I had an idea. Um, now, <laughs> oh, no. Well, I love no ideas. ideas. Well, I was thinking that what we could do is, I'm not sure how it would work, but you'd have like an IM Talk, oh, I backed out oh, in time, didn't I? IM Talk trophy, and I'm not sure how we'd do it, but each race would have one of our listeners could be the current holder of the trophy. You get what I mean? And you couldn't be a pro, yeah. but you could maybe, I'm not sure how we'd set the standard, and then, I don't know, on it you have a website page, and that's the trophy, and so if you had the trophy for that race, yeah. then we'd put you on the website page, and yeah. come on, all right. Okay. You can work that one through. <laughs> you can work that one through. Let me know if you're interested. <laughs> one, two, three, four, high five. And good old Gary Fegan, if, he's, he's given us a great high five this week. The high five was high five for getting named on the show. And Fegan is a bit of a legend at this, isn't he? Yeah, we've got to, we're, we need to keep, keep an eye on him because he committed to doing a comment on every discussion topic we ever have for a year. And I think he's kept up. Yeah. But we, uh, well, maybe he could be the discussion topic 
person of the year in our awards. Could be. Yeah. So basically, how do you get your name on I Am Talking? And here we go. I'm going to start off number one. Be a regular contributor to the show. The more you mention, the more likely your emails will be read, which is true. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, point two, supply an age grouper of the week. This week... This week, I'd like to present three of my iron buddies. Oh, wow. Here we go. We all ins- it? Yeah, I'll quickly win through them. All inspired, inspirational, and dedicated. Great. My age groupers of the week. Yeah. Yes, age groupers are my circuit of iron mates. I was half as good as I'd be. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Here they go. <laughs> whatever. Adam um, Beardsley did a 10. Barnsley. Barnsley did a 10. Do you want me to know? Your eyes are losing it, aren't they? Make it bloody big. Okay, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. That's uh, kind of 125%. <laughs> Scroll up. Adam, uh, Adam Bardsley did a 10.28 in Ironman France, which is a very tricky course, and yep. only his second year in the sport. Nice work, Adam. Nice. Nick Rose. Nick Rose. He does have a dot, tattoo, And he was the one who suggested that as a topic of the week. Great. And he did a 9.42 in road. That's about to back it up in Wisconsin. I'm sure he dominated the day. This is a while ago. This was sent through in August. Yeah. <laughs> and Richard Malik, sadly not yet on Athlinks. Name and shame, We've definitely. Yeah. But first non-Norwegian finisher and Norseman this year in 13 hours and 11 minutes. He, the designer of the Pirates oh, Distinctive logo. Oh, that's, that's significant. Nice. And he's. You also- know what? If there's a pirate listener, I'm not sure if you can do this, but send us over a pirate top. <laughs> you know, I will, I will put photos on the website if I have a pirate top. Oh, I'd like a pirate top. Uh, and try talk listeners, any forum listeners, send us tops, we don't mind. Uh, Richard's also the lucky partner of Jenny Gowan's New Zealand's Norse chick oh, winner. Oh, I remember talking about her when she won it. Great work. Supply a website of the week to prevent a blog that's full of how to make smoothies, muffins. It's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You go to ausport.gov.au slash AIS slash nutrition slash recipes. Oh, no, that's a good website, eh? We'll put the, um, put the, the yeah, link I will. There. It's more work for you, me. You'll do that. So we've mentioned AIS before, and uh, and they do have some good recipes up there. So Australian Institute of Sport Do you know what, recipes. John? I'm becoming a bit of a cook. Oh, really? Yeah, no, seriously. And I made, so last Friday night, Joe and my friend Nick came around to dinner at Joe's house, mm-hmm. and I made an apple crumble. Yeah, first time ever in my whole entire life. Yeah. and they said, and not just because they're friends, mm. they said it's the best apple crumble ever. You must have put plenty of fat in it. No, well, lots of butter, butter, lots of sugar. Yeah, sugar and cinnamon, and I just the texture was perfect. Apparently, right. yeah. I totally fluked it. I can't deny it. But yeah. yeah, I'm thinking I might go on here and do some research. Okay. Good stuff. I'm taking it up a level. Okay, here we go. Number four. You're doing number four. No, no, because I did that one. You just okay. stole so. it halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> Kick off a discussion of the week. Nick Rose mentioned the tattoo or no tattoo. Yeah. The boys guessed wrong. Nick yeah. does have the tat. Nice. That was good, wasn't it, at the uh, time? What are you talking about here? Here we go. That'll do for that. No, if and way. But I was vetoed by the better half. Oh, he basically wanted to get a tattoo, but the better half said, no, if and way. Don't go there. Get an IM talk one. <laughs> number five. <laughs> That's what the partner would have said. Yeah. Eh? Imagine if you got the I am, oh, I can say this now, imagine if you had the I am and talk one and then we changed the name. Oh, it no. would have broken your heart. Supply something random and fun, a picture or a video. This could make picture of the week. Uh, uh, Bevan will put that link up on the side as well. Yep, nice. It's a random video, which I haven't watched yet. Yep. But it says... Uh, Bevan may not drink, but I'm sure he fancies himself a Tom Cruise cocktail. Nice. I'm pressing the ladies. Number six, <laughs> have a picture of yourself with your I am talk jersey. Exactly. Yeah, They'll get you on the website. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. I can resubmit a little joke that was sent. Uh, but could read. Uh, 
you know what, maybe we should leave this one. <laughs> okay, I really need your advice on what could be a crucial decision. I've suspected for some time now that my girlfriend has been cheating on me. The usual signs, phone rings, but if I answer, the caller hangs up. My girlfriend has been going out for girls a lot recently, although when I ask her name, she always says, just some friends at work, you know them. I always stay awake to look for a taxi coming home, but she always walks down the drive, although I can hear the car driving off as if she's gotten out of the car around the corner. Why? Maybe she isn't in a taxi. I once picked up a cell phone just to see what time it was, and she went berserk and screamed that I should never touch her phone again, and why was I checking up on her? Anyway, I have approached the subject with my girlfriend. I think deep down I just didn't want to. I, I never approached the subject with my girlfriend. I think deep down I never wanted to know the truth. But last night she went out again and I decided to check on her. I'd done a good turbo session, 2 times 20 minutes at FTP with 5 minutes recovery plus warm up and cool down whilst listening to the show in my garage. I then squatted down and then hid beneath my bike so I could get a good view of the whole street as she came home. It was at that moment, crouching behind my rear wheel, that I noticed that the rear derailleur seemed to be out of line. Is this something I can fix myself, or should I go to the local bike shop? Love <laughs> your nice. work. Beautiful. Okay. Oh, Coach's Corner. Music. Oh. Music. Okay. Coach's. Oh, I'm. I want music. <laughs> Stop. Coach's Corner. Okay, you need to learn a little bit about improv here, John. Yeah. Because, okay, Miller maybe nailed the joke, but the key to making it work is laughing. <laughs> you, you gave me nothing then. You left me in the lurch, you know. Oh, just just not, moved on. You know, we're not going to be a comedy duo if you're not, if you're not going to laugh, even when it's bad. We're not going to be a comedy <laughs> duo. <laughs> you know? Okay, so, okay, how can you tell a blind man in a nudist camp? It's not hard. Oh! Oh! Brilliant. See, oh, see what I did there? Nice. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Was... I apologise to Vegan as well for not yeah. laughing heavily at his joke. Yeah, thank you. And okay. So to, to I did actually say I'm more to some sessions in the notes here. So to, I, I thought a few people have been asking me lately for a couple of open water sessions, so I thought what better forum to do this than on I am talk. Um so this is basically the two sessions that we've done with the Tri Club in Christchurch over the last two weeks. Uh granted it's not super Iron Man specific, but it's more sort of um teaching you to get out a little bit harder, but we'll go through them and I think you know what, if, if, if you're a competitive them. racer, if you're gonna try to win your age group or if you're you know a pro or if you want to have a good day, you know, you're going to have to go pretty fast in the first part of the swim, aren't you? Exactly. To get yep. a good pick. And to do that, you need to practice so you don't, uh, so you can speed up and then you can slow down and relax a little bit and learn to deal with that. So here's two sample sessions that you can try. Um, the key with both of them is it's a very short warm up because the reality is that's what you're going to be doing when, when you go to race day. Now you may go for a little jog first, but the reality is when you get in the swim, you're probably only going to do you know, 100, 200 metres yeah. and it's going to be fairly low quality warm up. So you need to practice going from uh, from a cold state to going pretty hard. So session number one, this is what we did two weeks ago, 100 metres warm up. Oh, I'm glad my phone's not going to be ringing. Yeah, because you've got to do press-ups, don't you? No, it's yeah. still turned on. I'm yeah. going to live on the edge of it. I'm going to leave it on. Don't bloody call me. <laughs> phone's going off. Phone's going off. Right. I was going to ring him. <laughs> off. <laughs> Saved. Okay, uh, you got to be quicker than that. So session number one, 100 metres warm-up. That's all you do. Just get in, 100 metres warm-up. Kay. And then you go. How do you measure that? Just approximate. <laughs> and if you're in Christchurch, we swim around the pontoon and back. Okay. Uh, and then you do three times through 
150 meters approximately hard yep. you know, ideally do this with a group <coughs> and ideally have a turning point in that so you go say 75 meters out 75 meters back okay. smack it as if it's a race as if it's a short course race really work it quite hard and then do another loop 150 meters easy so you're doing that three times through 150 hard 150 easy okay great then go off do a nice steady swim for maybe a k k and a half and then come back and do three more um, race starts, shorten them up a little bit this time. So say three times through, 75 to 100 metres, really hard, and then 75 metres to 100 metres, easy. But on your last one, you swim hard into the shore, you get out and you get your wetsuit off as quickly as you possibly can, and then uh, carry on with your session. Great. Whether it be on the bike or not. So that's session one. And that's key to practice your wetsuit. Um, oh yeah, I, I just about lost it at the weekend on Saturday when people were pissing around. Not <laughs> Did you? I, that could always be... <laughs> Could almost be a rant of the week. I was, I was, um, I, can tell you I was about fifth out of the swim, or something like that, and I was fourth, fifth first person onto the bike, and people were still bloody having a, a bit of a natter. And and I left my keys down the bottom, had to go grab my keys, run all the way back up the car. This is in Corsi Bay. That's quite a little yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good climb down, and uh, and they were still pissing around. So this week they're going to get a, a foot up, you know where. Anyway, that's session session one. Session two, which is what we actually did on Saturday a slightly more race simulation session rather than short interval type stuff you simply do 100 meters warm up and then you basically do a 2k straight so what we do in Christchurch we do um, two laps of the, the boats in Corsia Bay you all start up we had about 30 people down there do a race start first you're doing a series set there yeah? yeah yeah oh I came along for a swim exactly 8 yeah. o'clock in the water oh 8 o'clock Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> You'll be right. Yeah, I know you get up nice and early. And so basically, the race starts, smack it for 400 metres, ideally to a turning point. Then the middle part of that lap, you just do 500 metres more at a steady to moderately hard pace. And then you'd come up, you'd have a little turning point on the, uh, on the beach. So you do the last 100 metres into the shore really hard, run up around the turning point, dive back in, work that part really hard. Another 200 metres hard, and then you swim the rest of that lap um, at a steady pace. And again, at the end, you pick it up for the last 50 to 100 metres and, uh, again, get that wetsuit off really quickly. So if you can get a few people together, this will give you two, two sessions you can try out. Um, but they're just trying to simulate short warm-up, getting also, off the What are the key hard. things we want to focus on? Short warm-up, yep. getting out hard. And probably the third one is finishing off each lap hard and getting in and out of the water, like dolphin diving, coming out having a little mark on the land, like running around a tree or something, yeah. get back in, dolphin dive, and that's the hardest part. Of also, swimming. maybe trying to focus on swimming with the pack. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're fortunate. As I said, we had probably 30, 35 people there yeah. the weekend, and so you can smack it around a bit, which is, which is great. Oh, even just before you're drafting. So, although, of course, everybody's yeah. quite dirty, so it's hard to see, isn't it? Yeah, but you still you follow the bubbles. Yeah. So there's a couple of sessions you guys can try. If you don't have an open water situation, um, one thing you want to try doing is you just do this in the pool, but try getting in and out of the pool a little bit. And the main reason for that is just to try to get your breathing out of rhythm because a lot of the races we do these days are too late. And standing up. Standing up. Yeah. Um, So give it a crack. John's rant of the week. Here we go. So last week, this is John's rant of the week. Oh, you're right. I'm going to tell the story. So, <laughs> so with, with, the, with the cars breaking down, I think we told the story last week about yeah, the cars breaking yeah, down. Yeah, cost you didn't it? Yeah, we just went and paid for it before the show today. I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> I had to do a bit of commuter running to go and pick up cars, <laughs> drop off cars. And uh, I live, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 minutes run from Bevan's place. Yeah. And um, so I was, We've got local shops around the corner from us in between, kind of. Yep, yep, exactly. So I was running past there. I was running into town, actually, to pick up the father-in-law's car to borrow that for the day. And um, I'm running along, and uh, and I see this monkey, not a monkey officially, but a monkey person, 
on a bike without a helmet. And I'm thinking, what kind of an idiot rides a bike without a helmet? Sure enough, I can see the genius stickers, I can see the mullet, and I get there and it's Bevan without a helmet on his bike. He didn't even say hello. He goes, that's this week's friend. <laughs> it was unacceptable behaviour. And what makes it worse is I think this is a, a cultural issue in this flat because I'm pretty, pretty sure I was in town the other day and I reckon I saw your flatmate biking through town without a oh, helmet on. I wouldn't do that. That is poor No, behavior. that wouldn't have been my flatmate because she's gone. No, <laughs> no, no, your, your gym instructor flatmate. Oh, no, she would never ride a bike. Wouldn't she? No. Oh, maybe I was wrong there, but yeah. it could be an institutional problem around this place. And you could be breeding that into your daughter as well, which is no, no, more No, she never concerning. rides without Okay, let's let's just put, can I have a defence? You can, but there really is no defence for this. But yeah, I'm happy for you to try. The shop is a minute from my house, maximum a minute, and I, I was in a rush. I had to. That's go when the shop. accidents happen. <laughs> close to home. I have a theory on that close to home argument. Anyway, most of your driving is done close to home, so it's always going to happen close to home. <laughs> That's true. But, but okay, I admit maybe I was in the wrong. But you know what? Where's freedom, John? Freedom of choice. If I want to get hit by a car, well, there is, you have freedom of choice if you go and live in America and Europe, and you, you don't have to wear a helmet. It's still not an excuse not to wear a helmet. You should always wear your helmet when you're on your bike. Have you ever not worn your helmet? Uh, <laughs> not that I can remember. Not that I can remember. I remember an camp you did. Rubbish. <laughs> it was Rubbish. Um, not acceptable behaviour to ever... So always wear your wear helmet. helmet. Always wear a helmet. And then you, you see people taking their helmets off when they're climbing up hills and it's just... It's not necessary. Not just, necessary? Just practice. You're not going to be able to take okay, off John, your race, John, are you? John, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Apology accepted. Okay. Don't, don't ne- do it Never again. again. Never again. Never again. Because I don't want two rents. You don't want two rents. I want to be called a monkey twice. I'll become like a gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Need to grow the hair on the chest like me. Who's that? Questions and answers. Okay, this is from... Who's this from? Graham. Give me his last name. But that's okay. Listening to last week's podcast uh, on training books, John mentioned Jane Tomlinson. Can't remember what she did, but she was good. Okay. She was an awesome Brit lady who fought terminal cancer for a few years whilst competing variously, or completing various endurance events to raise cancer awareness. Becoming the first terminally ill person to complete an Ironman. She also ran various marathons, cycle cr- across America, rode a 10. I think we actually mentioned her website when she was riding across America. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, rode a tandem from the top of Britain to Rome, always whilst undergoing treatment and mostly in constant pain as she raised a shed load of cash for cancer charities. Sadly, Joan lost her battle a couple of years ago. Having Have a Google. Okay, read up what she did. Yeah, so the person I forgot about last week was Jane Thompson who had... Was terminally sick with and actually cancer. Ali Hollington actually sent through a similar email as well, oh, just okay. saying, uh, "What an amazing person, eh? Mm. You know, in tough times like that, mm. to be able to, you know, she obviously realised the situation she was in and thought, I 'I'm going to make an impact with the thing I'm doing.' And mm. you know, you got to, you know, like, you know, the people like that make a difference. Eh? I can't, I can't, can't really empathise with what they go through when they do that because no, you, you know, don't it's know a different, it. different sort of yeah. pain, and it's, it's not. I don't know what it's like so yeah and it's also the emotional stuff like I was speaking to a lady the other day who's got cancer and she's having treatment and you know she's losing her hair and you know there's a lot of emotional stuff you're going Mm. through as well and you know Jane was obviously putting herself out there in the world and it's just you know it's obviously a very very Google her if you want to find out more yeah great okay next question is from Los Angeles and it's good old Jay from Los Angeles Jay Skelly Mulder and Skelly. <laughs> I have a question for you. Is height an advantage in Iron Distance Triathlon? I recently drove to Arizona for the weekend to see Ironman Arizona since I had a friend racing. Although I've raced for almost 30 years in triathlons, I saw that Tinley winning Kona in 85. Wow, that's old school, eh? Ooh. 
Nice. I don't remember there ever being so many pros over six feet tall as I saw this weekend. Ben Hoffman had to be the shortest pro on the course, and the majority of the top ten men must have averaged 6.2 or so. What's up with that? Well, I think, and this isn't trying to be too critical of um, the sort of second-tier um, pro guys, they're often bigger, and, and often they, they gravitate towards Ironman because they can't often make it as short course athletes because yep. they're they're big guys and they simply can't run fast enough if they, and if they want to be a full-time athlete then they need the long course sort of suits them well it also generally means they're a bit stronger on the bike you know the big guys uh, are often stronger on the bike so i think that's probably the two main reasons is they want to get in triathlon short course doesn't work for them because they're too big they move to ironman and and biking may be their strength which is another reason to go long but as an so. advantage so let's say you've got Someone like Crowey, who's probably more our height. Yep, yes, and he's not a, not a big fella. Okay, and then someone like, I don't know, Bjorn. Crowey's always got an advantage because he's got less weight. Like, I remember talking to Mac, and Mac was saying he was the biggest Ironman to ever win Kona. Mm. And Mac is not a huge guy, is he? No, he's, he's tallish, but he's, he's not. No, yeah, but he's not, not massive, not, is he? No. So I think it's it's most likely... For top tier, it's better to be a little shorter, smaller. isn't it? I mean, yeah. if you look at the, the real, real top guns, I'd say... At least half of them are reason normal sized guys. You know, say Brownie, um, Crowy, Mac is pretty normal. Yeah. But I suppose you could also argue there are some bigger guys there. Say like um, you bet Ferris is yeah. a big guy. Stadler's um, he's not that big. Uh, and then you've Chilborn. got Chilborn, He's a fairly big fella. So it's probably fifty fifty. But you know, all, all the big guys, the majority of the big guys you look at are going to be axes on the bike. They may be ex-swimmers, so they may be very strong on the swim. Notoriously not good runners. So I think it's an advantage. So if most, you're a big guy, you, you just want to be as lean as possible? Yeah, and, and, and try to trim down a little bit of your muscle mass. Yeah, but some guys, if you're, just, if you're just big, yeah. and you just and maybe a lot of it's not muscle mass, it's not. You can't do much about can't it. Can't do much yeah. about it. So yeah. I think it's an advantage on the bike, usually. Um, swimming, if you're an ex-swimmer, it's an advantage. Big guys often don't swim very well either. They're just really strong on the bike you'll usually see that big guys are not super strong runners. They can still be fast, but they're not going to be like gonna do a, like a, low, a low 240. Yeah. 240. They're no. going to be sub-three, sub, sub but not by much. Yep. Okay, we've got Michael Rowe from Venice Beach. Have you been to Venice Beach? No. You've never been to Venice I haven't Beach? done a lot of travelling in the States. I've done a little bit in California, but that's about it. Oh, well, Venice Beach is in California. I didn't go there. <laughs> oh, no, is that Muscle, Muscle Beach? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I have been there. <laughs> but it didn't do a lot for me, I can tell you that. It was... You didn't get your top off and start doing no, some weights? No, it didn't do a lot for oh, me. Oh, really? I, quite, I, I quite like it. Is it, <laughs> no. is it Santa Monica there or Santa Barbara? One uh, or the Santa other. Monica. Yeah, no. Yeah, I quite like Santa Monica, but the actual beach was a bit of a... It's dive. a bit of a hole, isn't it? Oh, it's rubbish. <laughs> Oh, but, but it's <laughs> nice place, Michael. <laughs> I liked it actually. Like I liked it in a way that it's kind of crazy, you know, like in, in some places in America can be. He's got lots of questions, but we're going to focus on one here: compression socks. Is there a cheaper alternative? Well, we're going to have an interview the week next, next week? week. Yep. No, the week after oh, week next. After next week yep. after next with somebody who's done a compression study in Christchurch. Um, it's actually on compression tights and it's going to be an impartial look at what it's like because these guys were d- did it at a university they wanted to see if there was any difference so I don't know the results yet um, so I don't know whether we'll be able to find a cheaper alternative for you but we'll be able to actually give you some good hard evidence as to what the results are for oh, compression tights One thing um, my physio uses a lot with me is compression bandage Mm-hmm. And it's really cheap, you know, yeah. in comparison. So, but I don't know if it's as effective. So you basically it's like a, a tubed bandage, yep. and you can basically pull it up like you would a compression sock, um, and and it seems to work quite well because I've used it when I've had injuries in the past and it works mm. really well. 
I, you know, I don't know the answer if that's good or not, but it's definitely a lot cheaper. And maybe if you've got someone who's a bit of a no when it comes to physio and stuff, you can maybe check that in. So one other question he just had here, we mentioned this website a lot, is um, if there's any other non IM <coughs> branded races around there. You just go to k226.com and it's got pretty much every non WTC Ironman race around the world. Good old Charles Nichols gave us a bit of a hard time here, saying he's a little bit disappointed at the way you dealt with Chrissy Wellington's bike sale last week. Uh, the reason the off-bike was off to reach $5,000 not because of the bright but was more because of the charity and he's just telling us a little bit more about John how do you say his last name? Blaze Blaze uh, and he's just saying the guy was a pretty amazing man and what he actually did um, was bring a lot of attention to ALS and he was really the only other guy to ever do it with ALS and um, he said that if you actually want to listen his foundation is the Blazeman Foundation mm-hmm. and um, he said that the competitor radio had amazing interviews with him. There was a two-part interview, and um, who was sending this email? I was just again, it was Charles. Charles was saying that it was probably the best thing he's ever actually heard, and it was really, really emotional. And um, I haven't actually had a chance to listen to it, but I'm going to try to check it out. So, um, if you want to know more about the Blazeman Foundation, if you want to support them, obviously they've probably got a website, dub 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 Blazeman Foundation, or something like that, or Google it, and then um, you know get out there and support what he's been doing, and it'd be really great. And check out that interview because obviously he's a pretty amazing man. I think it's always pretty awesome when someone in situations where they know they're and got so much adversity in front of them, like we we're talking about before with that lady, mm. you know. To then say, you know what, I'm going to make the most of this situation to, mm. to really impact my world. You know, it's a pretty special thing. So mm. we didn't we didn't really mean to be disrespectful there, but we really appreciated you kind of making us pull our socks up. So uh, yeah, anything else? Oh, oh, we can do that afterwards. Sponsors, sponsors, sponsors. Athlinks. Athlinks.com. They've gone over the fifty thousand mark with members now. Yeah, oh, it's a good thing. And. Uh, yeah, the the thing we didn't uh, mention a few weeks ago is you can now search by athlete, event, or groups. Really? <laughs> um, so previously, yeah, yeah, you did have to go through, um, there's a little directory there on the left and do it alphabetically. So you can now search groups, and what groups mean is, you know, us, uh, I am talk as a group, yep. all your equipment. So let's say you love, you love your Cervelo. Yep. And you want to see if there's other people out there, which is a good idea. Let's say you've got a bike that you like, obviously I like Genius, but mm-hmm. you've got your bike that you really like. And if you can search for a group on there, you're going to find people who have knowledge in your area. Hmm. And so let's say you've got a question about your bike and you're not sure how to answer it. You'll go on there, you'll search your bike brand, you'll find a group of people who are really interested in that brand. And then what they'll do is they'll be able to help you with your questions. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And if you're, we know there's still plenty of people out there that are not joined up, simple to join up. You just go in there, you claim your results. You, they've got pretty much all the WTC events, all, a lot of the non-WTC events. If it's not on there, you can just submit your race and uh, and they'll get it up there. And you, know, you know one thing I thought we could do? I'm sure athletes don't need this, but I thought we could, you know, economic times are tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that... And when you're on Athlinks, always click on an ad for another website yeah. because it makes some money. Exactly. So if you go on Athlinks, and now, now they haven't told us to do this, but I was out riding the other day and I was remembering when we used to have our Google on ours. Yeah. And uh, it's a good little way for websites to make money. And so if you're on there and you're just using it, just click on an ad and, and they, I don't know, they get bugger all from it. But it, if everyone were to do that, it just adds up a little bit. So every time I'm on Athlinks, just give it a click. Mm-hmm. It's like make it click with McDonald's. Make it click. Beautiful. Okay, uh, Coffees of Hawaii. Christmas is coming, it's presents time, we talk about this most weeks, but you get on there, get yourself some presents, those tins are proving to be pretty popular, put in the code IMTALK, I think it is, Yeah, it is uh, and that's the code. And it's 20% off. 20% off. It's a deal of the century. Get yourself some deals. Yep. Great Christmas present, 
great stocking filler. If you were going to get one, person John, you don't. Let's go. Let's go with Christmas person you gift. don't know what to get. Them. What flavors would you get? I would go for the if, if they still got the big ring one on there. So I, I would definitely go for something for Kona. If the big ring was there, I'd go for that. But they've also got a, a moonlit water. It's the nightingale. Kona John. nightingale. A European rose adds character to the fla- fragrance. Wine, fruit, tone, bouquet of the... Okay. Oh, God, I'm on fire today, aren't I? 100% Kona coffee. Support Kona, because I like... We, we, we talk about Kona a lot. Well, we're hoping to visit there this year, aren't we? Looking, Next year. Looking promising. Yeah, that's, that's um, all good in the hood. So that's what I'd go for, Bevan. What would you go for? Well, I'd go for the one that's done with Swiss water, decaf. Ah, take yeah. the caffeine out. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you know, when I'm on coffee, I'm wired, okay. and I'm pretty full on most times. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Because people always go, "What are you on?" Yeah, and I go, "Coffees of Hawaii." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for all your coffee needs, go to coffeesofhawaii.com. And lastly, Tribeyes have just been on the Tribeyes website, and you know what? Again, specials. So we went to the bike section, we jumped on the specials, and they got some great deals here. So like a cycle top, a two times you cycle top, normally sixty US, only thirty dollars. So it's fifty percent off. Real nice black one, and they've also got a nice females one. It's last year's range, but who gives a crap? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thirty bucks—that's unbelievable. Two times you, and then they've got like they've got a, a helmet here that was—it's fifty-five bucks new. Exactly. Deals, deals everywhere. Honestly, man, that is a great deal. So they've also got tires and stuff. So remember, with, if you're in the states, it's two hundred dollars free shipping mm-hmm. and a couple of tops and. Problem is, you're gonna spend. You're gonna have to get quite a bit of stuff because the gear's so cheap. Exactly. Not a bad problem to have, John. Not a bad and problem. if you're international, it's five hundred dollars. So get your mates together and get around it that way. But man, that is really cheap. Like exactly. one of those tops in New Zealand, you'd be paying one hundred and thirty, forty bucks for it. Yep. Exactly. So even with the exchange rate, you're still only gonna be paying about fifty bucks. Man, what is it, John? It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer, John. No-brainer. <laughs> okay, other things to talk about. So, have we got any names for this week? Oh, no, I forgot that. Well, Mark, Mark Whittle actually sent through some money. Yep. And he wanted us to give us a, his massage therapy clinic a plug. Okay. And so his massage therapy is Vales Port Sport Therapy. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, sportstherapy.co.uk. And now he's got a clinic there, and it's in Cowbridge. Uh, and how's that one? Penrith. 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 And... Uh, Looks like a beautiful little clinic there. So if you're actually in that area, you really support him because obviously he's an I am talk listener and I've got a name for him. So have I. Oh really? Mark what? the Masseuse Whittle. No, I was gonna go Mark the Hand of God. Hands of God Whittle. Okay. okay. Yeah. You can go with that then. Because it's kinda like the soccer, because I was thinking in the UK they love the soccer. Yeah. And then Hand of God with, Football over there. Yeah, well football true. Mm. With uh Maradona. Yeah, and it's appropriate for a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. And then so Mark the Hands of God. Maradona was uh, Argentinian though I know but it wasn't it wasn't it still. was against England though. yeah and yeah. it was very controversial it was and it was proven he did it didn't he he did it didn't yeah, he he did it and yeah. he's now the coach of the Argentinian football team just yeah. like from a couple of weeks ago there we go so check out his website I'll put a link to it on www.imtalker it's UK, and it's in where is it Penarth 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 which is by Cowbridge mm, that's a very good dot. Me. Dot me. Did yeah. I say dot com? No, you just said I am talk, but we need okay. to remember it's dot yeah, me it's dot not com. You. It's me. And we've some other, we've got some other names coming up next week. Yeah, I've got plenty actually. Oh really? Yeah. So okay, next week we'll we'll pump out a few. Yeah. Okay, game on. Pump game them on. out. Pump them out. Uh, anything else? Bike jerseys? No need. I noticed you got a new bike jersey on, John. Nice. No, I haven't it? seen one yet. No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a love and relationship. It's coming. <laughs> 
just have to lose a little weight that's all <laughs> we ran our sizes and I'm the, I threw the short straw I'm feeling love in this relationship uh, if you have any email questions go through to dub 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 I mean I'm I'm mantalk at gmail.com um, affiliate program now we're going to look at putting Expedia on aren't we yeah so you want to talk a, bit, a little bit about that so you're going to do this this week Yep, as long as I can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're going to have uh, it'll either be this week or next week. We're going to have uh, a little logo or something on the website. If you're basically going to book any travel and you're going to do use it Expedia. online and you're going to use Expedia, go through our website. We get a bit of a commission. Helps us to get to Kona. Um, well, you know, it's just all good. But you know, if you've got a business that uses Expedia, bring that on. Bring that on. <laughs> yeah. So it's just going to be a link. Um, you can book your travel, your hotels, your cars. Most people have heard of Expedia. It's one of the the leading online yeah, places. And good. you and you get good deals on there and um, it's not going to cost you any more and it basically means yeah. we get a little, a little kickback and also if you're going to buy anything on Amazon go through our Amazon page as well exactly. um, anything else we need to tell no what are you on for the rest of the week mate what's, what's happening in your life week? tell um, me tell me obviously were you pretty excited when you got the house I was pretty pleased really yeah. Oh, yeah. I like a deal, you know. Yeah. I like it. A deal. It is a deal. I have to admit, I was well impressed. <laughs> it was a good deal. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's going to be all good. The move's going to be a bit of a hassle, but um, it's. Uh, well, no, it's good because you're not going to be there. So, that's true. Yeah. So we've got to pack up our place. So, but. No, when do you start there? Um, pretty soon, I think. We'll just slowly start yeah. packing things up. Yeah. Next week, off to Kai Terry Terry for oh. a week's holiday looking forward to that nice. do a little bit of training up there get away from the old uh, obviously we're doing a little bit of work but I'll sort of just, be on my terms yeah. same away and I'll just catch up on a few things so that'll be all good and so we're not doing a show next week so I'll be doing a sprint triathlon up there oh really is there a race or yeah oh yeah. tell me about it so it's a sprint race up, up around Nelson is it the Nelson Tri it's, well, it's, just, a, it's it? just a series one yeah okay. so it's a sprint race many so. people do it Oh, I'll probably get a hundred. Will John Newsom take it out? Don't know. There could be a few young bucks up there that uh, might uh, might uh, be in shape. Is it strong up there or mm, not really? So it's, there's uh, a good chance you become a, a champion of Nelson. It's it's been I've been there before. Did you uh, win I know, last the, time? I know the feeling. I've won about three or four races up there. Uh-huh. But we'll see. The old, I did a five k uh, hard run time trial around the track last night, and the legs are a little tender this really? morning. When do you race? Uh, Sunday the. F- 14th. You try and intimidate them, you know, because you're like, you know, you're the man. You turn up to race, yeah. and it's like, man, it's John Newsom. No, because nobody will know who I am when I go up there. Oh, really? So, but if you wear your I mean, I am talk. talk. <laughs> but I could wear my I mean talk jersey. <laughs> oh, no, true. So that's looking good. And other than that, uh, just work as usual. How about you, Ben? Done your Christmas shopping yet? I did my Christmas. I've only had to really get one thing. Just and you about. did it. I did it on Saturday. Really? Is it hitting it well? Good deals out there at the oh, moment. Oh man, there is some good deals out there, eh? Because I even got my daughter's present as well. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, everyone's dying, so selling stuff cheap, oh, eh? Yeah, no. Got so have you hidden your present? Why don't you hide your present here? No, I've, uh, it's, she's, she's not going to guess this one. Really? Yeah, no, I've done well. Tell me after the it's show. It's a big box, um, and she's not going to have a clue. Really? But have you hidden it? Because you no, told no, me. No, it's under the Christmas tree. Oh, we should look. But I got the receipt and I cut it up in front of her. I put it in the little in the, it was above the rubbish bin and I cut it into tiny little pieces so she wouldn't be able to see it. And she was just she wasn't happy about it. I think she'll open it when you're not home. You need to put a marker to know that it hasn't been opened. That's a good point. Because you told me how how hard she looks in the past. Mm, mm. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, what am I up to? Well, I've got um, I'm off to I'm off to Tapo this weekend. Oh. I'm going to go skydiving. Okay. Have you skydived? No. Would you want to? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it before, but it's a, it's a team building weekend for work, so right. Yeah, so we're, we're doing skydiving as a part of that, so that's pretty cool. Why don't you team build them around the bloody Ironman course? 
Well, they're not, they're not that fit. Well, they're, 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 <laughs> fit. Well, hard, they're, right? they're fit, but they're not Iron Man fit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, they're really fit people, and it's it's one thing that's it's a bit of a bugger out in people is they don't realise how fit they are. And yeah. if you can get them into events, they often do really, really well. Yeah. And uh, because they train so much, and they just don't think to get outside the gym sometimes. So, uh, so I got that. Um, I've pretty much done most Christmas shopping. Yeah. My sister rang me and she goes, "Oh, we should buy Mum and Dad as presents. It's worth like hundreds of dollars." Yeah. And I'm like, really? She's like, yep. So, uh, I love my family. Yeah. And you got your Christmas tree in or not? Doing it tomorrow. tomorrow. Have you got yours up? Yeah. Nice. You got lights? No lights this year. The lights broke last year. Why do you want <laughs> no, to? Our Christmas tree is only <laughs> 50 like, centimetres like, high. I think we've discussed this. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to... I'm going to stand up for my rights and I'm going to get a proper tree. Oh, you like the Christmas tree? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, we, good man. We are concerned, Thomas. He, he is climbing everywhere and he will uh, pull it down. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Well, I'm loving the fact you love it. Well, other than that, uh, there's no real gosh, John. My love life's great. Yeah, you did striding yeah. on at the weekend. Oh, that was really good, Ali Dennis. He was great. Yeah. It was really great. If you ever get a chance to do his course, you know, I had a good mix of runners, good mix of everyone, and everyone's got so much from it. It really changed pretty much everyone's running on the mm. day. And some of them even have, you know, have even done some technique stuff in the past, and it was still really great course. I can't recommend it highly enough. He's a great guy and knows how to put together a great course. So uh, do that. Other than that, it's pretty much me, John. That's it. There's no real goss, is there? Don't think you so. You go to Christmas in the park? No. Seemed like everybody else said, man, we're having a great summer down here, though. Yeah, it's been good, eh? It's a good weather. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you know what I did do? What? We had fish and chips on the beach on Saturday nice. night. Yeah. Or oh, romantic cool. lay on the beach. Okay, this is getting bad now. <laughs> Iron Rust. Iron <laughs> Rust. Train hard. Train hard. Kia, Kia ka. Ka.